Yeah? And now you can hear me. Yeah, I thought something didn't seem quite right. Now that's almost too loud, though. We're doing metta. I don't want to blast you out of here. We're trying to do metta. (laughs) So I'm going to be offering some other... um, just some variations on how to develop metta for ourselves and for easy beings. Um, and we will, as you've noticed, we, we, we offer different ways of doing things and we offer different ways of doing metta. And what's helpful is to find the way that resonates for you and that's the right way for you. So not which is the most advanced or the best or whatever, What's important is is the one that you, that when you do it, it's you feel something or there's some connection. So so I'll offer some today, and they they may be helpful for some of you, or some of you may wish to do um, more of the style that uh, Joanna and Matthew taught. It's important to. be satisfied with moments of metta. (laughs) Sometimes we look for some kind of uh, extended experience of metta, preferably the whole 45 minutes, and um, you find that 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 isn't super realistic um, at this stage in a retreat, let's say, anyway. (laughs) And so I'm going to encourage you, rather than to focus on when you don't feel metta, um, to notice moments of metta and to of any variety of metta, it can feel everything from the simple intention to wish well all the way to, you know, an ecstatic warmth. There's a whole um, wide variety of ways that it, 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 it shows itself. But if there's some kind of moment that feels like friendliness or warmth, enjoy it bring mindfulness to it, that will strengthen it. And when it goes, then we just go back to what reignites the spark. So I'm going to be coming to, back to that and the instructions to look at what ignites that feeling of metta. And even if it only lasts one second or a half a second, um, then you go back to what ignites it, what ignites it. So sometimes what ignites it is the phrases that have been used. We're going to try a more um, wordless variety today or, or, or maybe just one word. One part early on in how I teach metaphor oneself is that we're going to practice, as Joanna brought in a little bit, receiving metta. And so we're going to bring to mind, and I'm saying it now so you can kind of scan your life and see uh, who might be a good choice. Bring to mind somebody who has seen the best in you, who sees the good in you, who sees your potential or has seen your potential. Metta is said to be sparked by seeing the good in oneself or others. And so with metta practice, we'll keep orienting towards what's good. 
So this person might be a favorite grandparent or um, a favorite niece or nephew. Young kids are sometimes great for how they express their delight with our being. (laughs) If you have a favorite one in your life. I remember when my godchildren were young and I would go over to see them. They'd be like, Becca! (laughs) It was like I was the best. (laughs) And they reflected that back to me. I can still remember the the, how I felt good about myself because of what they reflected back to me. So it might be a pet. Dogs are good at that. Cats. Mm. <laughs> Though some people swear by their cats. <laughs> Sometimes Sparky Boy does a pretty good job, but Pearl Girl's not very good at it. <laughs> But dogs, sometimes they look at you like you're just, they, 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 they look at you like you're just really the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> We're looking for that to remind us of our own goodness because we forget. And so some of you, I know some of you are saying there's nobody like that I can think of. Because when I first did this practice, that's what I thought. If you're here, there were some people who did that for you. You would not be here. You would not have the strength to be here. So one person I remembered and I used for a long time was my 10th grade school counselor. He thought I was great. I thought I was a brainy nerd outcast. <laughs> and he like encouraged me to be a foreign exchange student. And he would look at me with these just really sweet eyes. Just like he thought, you know, just really reflecting how... Highly he held me in esteem. I only saw him that one year, never saw him again. But he's a a great benefactor, a great person for reminding me. Sometimes I've used my, when I was growing up, um, my next door neighbor, my, my friend next door, her mother. So when things would get really rough at my house, I would go next door to their house and she um, would take care of me. So see if there's some being or person. It doesn't... Okay, and so if there's nobody personal comes to mind, I admit that it might happen right now. Eventually you would find somebody. Um, Some people use iconic folks, like um, the Dalai Lama. If you've ever seen pictures of the Dalai Lama and that warmth in his eyes, that kind of crinkly warmth, you feel like he's looking at you and seeing the best in you. Or some people might, in their own religion, have a a figure. Like if you're Christian, maybe Jesus or Mother Mary. You might have an iconic figure, Kuan Yin, the Buddha. All right, are you set? So you have that person when we get to that, <laughs> or that being. Some people use a flower. You can really be creative. So we'll, I know you guys are ahead of me. You've already started. We've settled into our bodies sitting here. You can appreciate your body for all that it's done today. 
It's worked pretty hard. It's done a lot. It's amazing. You can see the goodness in your own body. And wish your body well. A kind of warmth, friendliness that can come out of this appreciation. You might even like to start at the top of your head and kind of bathe the body in in metta. (coughs) Top of the head, the face. The neck. Throat. You can even use the phrases, may you be happy, if that helps. May you be safe and at ease. And the shoulders and arms and hands. And the chest and abdomen. Appreciating the heart that beats. So it can be a kind of wordless wishing well. Or you can use words if that helps. The hips. Lower back. All the way down through the legs. We've done so much walking today. Amazing. So much sitting. All the way down to the feet. Amazing beings that they are. Feet do so much. They wear pretty well. This whole body, wishing this body well-being, appreciating and sending friendly energy as best you're able, even just the intention is a powerful act. And so if you like doing metta like this, this is an option to go through the body. Now we'll shift, if you wish, to bringing to mind this being or person, thing, being that reflects back to you your own goodness, who somebody or some being who sees or has seen your potential, your strength, 
your good qualities. Or an iconic figure like Jesus, Buddha, Kuan Yin. So you, as best you can, we bring an image or a sense of them in front of us. And we feel them gazing upon us. We may even see the eyes. Them gazing upon us with that look of high regard and the kind of friendliness in the eyes. And we see, does our heart respond to this at all? We notice, maybe yes, maybe no. But if there's some response in our heart of friendliness, we enjoy it. We can kind of hang out and metta with this being or person. And sometimes we go back to seeing them looking at us to recharge the metta. And if the person or being you're using gets complicated, um, audition somebody else. You may have to try a few. You want it to be simple, delightful. Maybe they're delighting in you. That's another way of putting it. And if there's some response in your heart and it feels somewhat strong, you can see if you want to let it seep through your body to all your cells. We want to teach all our cells about our own goodness. Let them absorb that, let them marinate in it. So I'll be quiet now for a while and you can experiment and see where the resonance is for you. And if you want to add in metaphrases, please do, that helps. Yeah, don't try too hard. Just let happen what wants to happen. You get to explore.
Please don't demand anything of your heart. Listen to it. Whatever response it has is in information for you. Through this person, our being, we are essentially suggesting to ourselves, suggesting to our hearts that we are deeply worthy of love. That we are beautiful and strong. that we can rest in this receiving. And so we see if the heart is willing to consider the possibility for a second or two. If you lose it, come back to this delightful person or being. Take some time to contemplate them and how they regard you so highly.
And if you get sidetracked into what is not good about yourself, bring the focus back to what is good, because that's what is the proximate cause of metta, seeing the good. It's a training. If nothing else, you can just appreciate that you're still here and you've been working so hard. Is there any warmth, kindness, friendliness? Enjoy it when it arrives. You can continue with this if it feels like it is resonating for you. And if you're ready to move on, we can bring to mind somebody who's delightful. It may be the same person, it may be somebody else, but some person or being, when we see them, our heart leaps in delight. Puppy young child. Teacher or mentor, maybe it might not be delight then, but (laughs) feels happy and glad. (coughs) So we can bring this person to mind if imaging works or if not so well, just a sense of them, their beingness. And we can take a moment to see the good in them, to remember the good in them, to remember their delightfulness. And as you contemplate their delightfulness, does your heart respond at all? Check it out. What happens in the heart when you do that? There's a sense of friendliness or warmth. Enjoy it. Share it with them. And again, maybe you just kind of hang out and metta with them, if that resonates. So you, the anchor you come back to is their delightfulness. And that triggers this sense of friendliness. Again, you might have to audition a couple people, find the right couple beings, find the right one. <coughs> 
one where there's resonance. Go towards easy, 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 easy. Enjoy, enjoy. If you like the phrases for support, please use them. May you be happy and peaceful. Safe and protected. Strong and healthy. And if the heart doesn't respond with metta, that's information. We listen to the heart where, however, and it wants to manifest in the moment. We, we trust it. We honor it. We respect it. So we're suggesting metta, and then we're seeing what is the terrain of our heart. Our heart is a complicated beast. You may find a wide variety of experiences arise. That's just fine. And then we go back to the kind of the anchor of the delightfulness of this being our person. You're not so much producing metta as uncovering it, because it's very natural. Just sometimes there's a few things on top of it. So sometimes the metta practices shows us what's on top, gives us that information. And then sometimes the metta peeks through and we enjoy it. Maybe the simple intention to wish well. Maybe a deep and restful warmth.
to produce metta is too much work, but to find the conditions that allow your heart to feel metta, that's, that's doable. Finding what reminds your heart of this quality of friendliness. Feel free to bring in other loved ones, family, friends, easy beings, nobody difficult. Beings, uh, not too complicated beings, easier ones. As a group or individuals, contemplating their delightfulness, feeling the response of your heart, your being.
And we can end our metta sitting tonight or the, by um, coming back to our bodies sitting and calling forth that quality of friendliness, metta, kindness, and then we extend it outwards in all directions, starting with our fellow yogis here in the meditation hall, extending kindness, friendliness, well wishes, wordless or with phrases, appreciating our support for each other, the goodness that we're all doing this together. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you take care of yourself easily and joyfully while living in this world. And then we can keep extending it outwards. We can include the staff, the cooks and the office folks, administration, maintenance, housekeeping. So many wonderful beings taking care of us. And then all the beings on this land who are allowing us to share their home. The chipmunks and the deer flies. The frogs and the fish and the fox and the bears and the moose, the birds, the worms, the unseen beings that are perhaps living here too. Wishing them all well. go further out, including the town of Barry, all the beings in this town and the state of Massachusetts, this country of the United States of America, needing so much metta right now. This planet Earth Wishing all beings well, safety and happiness, well-being. And then just outwards, boundless, no limits, all beings everywhere. May all beings everywhere know happiness and peace safety and protection. May all beings be free.
I'll say a few more words about metta before we walk. So as you see, there's a variety of ways that you can um, uncover the metta in your heart and share it. And feel free to use, like I said, the one that resonates with you. Some people like to start with all beings. Some people that works better, what we were doing at the end. And then later they come back to the more personal categories. Traditionally, we start with the personal categories and move out to the all beings. Sometimes it's said that metta is a purification practice in that it brings up what is not metta. And we tend to think that means we're doing it wrong, but actually it means that we're um, seeing more clearly the complexity of our own heart. The traditional um, uh, neighbors of metta uh, or qualities that can come up are um, attached love or selfish love, so some reference back to ourselves when we're wishing somebody well, like, um, may you be happy because then you won't bother me so much, or, you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, you know, so we find that it, we're, we're checking out what's, what we're getting out of it at the same time as we're offering. So if we see that, that's good. That means you're understanding that that's not metta, that that's... Um, that's uh, attached love or self, self-referential love. And, it, and it's good to under, see the difference. And then the other um, quality that can come out that um, isn't quite as confusing is um, aversion. So you're wishing somebody well, and then you're like, wait a moment, I remember that time you did that. <laughs> like, what was going on there? <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And uh, the heart goes, nope, no metta for you. <laughs> and um, so, so, like, that's not wrong. I just really want you to know that that's, that's what we're exploring. But we bring it out in the open instead of having it hidden where it, where it um, unconsciously um, controls us. We bring it, we flush it out. We're flushing it out while we're doing the metta. And then um, it's easier to let go of it. When we can't see it, you know, it's very powerful. And we also uncover our beliefs around love. I, um, I didn't like metta practice in my early practice. I wouldn't do it for the first eight years. I could not stand metta. And um, so I wouldn't even come to the hall when they were teaching it, because to me it was just like, oh. um. And then at one point I was desperate. I was suffering a lot and I didn't feel like I was moving very much. So I went to my teacher and I said, you know, what can I do? And the teacher said, do a metta retreat. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> anything but a metta retreat. <laughs> and so I did a two-month metta retreat. <laughs> and so I did metta for metta and compassion and mudita and um, equanimity for two months at... Um, so I started out like with myself and somebody easy for a long time. You'll notice we're staying easy. Don't go hard. It's, you won't learn as much. Stay easy. So I did myself in an easy person for a while. And then at one point I was sitting there and I was, 
you know, doing the phrases and for this person. And I had this realization that I had never in my life wholeheartedly wished anybody well. Because I had this belief that if I gave it away, there wouldn't be enough for me. You know? So it was, you know, it just popped up. That was like, I was like, wow, that's intense, right? <laughs> but it was good to see that because that belief was um, controlling underneath, right? When it wasn't seen. But when it was seen, then I could start working with that. Well, is that really true? And those of you who are maybe more mature than I was know that it's not true. It's not true that if we give away love, we have less, we have more. So I got a chance to, you know, learn some um, new things about love. So, so don't be too concerned if it's messy or if you don't, um, you're not gushing, you know, rivers of love at this point. You're learning about the complex creature we call our heart. So if you wish in the walking period to continue with metta, you can do that. And um, one way my teacher teaches metta is, um, especially outside, is to receive the beauty of nature as a form of metta. So you can receive the sounds of the birds and the sights of the flowers and the, the stability of the earth under you as a form of metta, letting it, that in. So if that resonates for you, you can do that. Each or sometimes each step on the earth, like um, metta for the earth, that gentle kindness. Or you can even do phrases while you're walking if you wish. So if you want to explore metta walking, you can keep doing that. If you'd rather do more of a pasana walking, great. We have um, 45 minutes till the metta choir meets at um, 8.30, right? The metta choir, yes. Thank you for your um, practice this evening. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.